Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Coach Tamika, and I'm joined by, of course, Sex Coach Mary. Hey, Mary. Hi. How are you? Great. Oh, I love to hear it when you're great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also- a generic answer. <laughs> Uh, you always give me that generic answer, and I'll be looking at your face like, mm-hmm, she great. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary's going to try to behave, but no promises, because we do have our special guest, Miss beautiful, fabulous, intelligent, I love this woman, Lillian So. Hey, Lillian. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be graced by your presence this evening. <laughs> She is so sweet, and we didn't, we didn't even pay her to say that, y'all. You see that? <laughs> oh, we love, we love you, Lillian. I mean, you know, game recognized game, so, you know, we, right. we're in it together. <laughs> we are all in it together. We recognize each other's fabulousness, and Lillian is fabulous. Lillian, guys, she is a Korean-American daughter of Korean immigrants, and she was born and raised in Chicago, but now she's living in San Francisco for a while now. You've been here over a decade, since 2007? Yeah, I've been here for 13 years. Wow, 13 years. I know. Me and Mary are so jealous, and Lillian started her career in fitness, really, like, since she was a kid. So she constantly heard her family members telling her she was too fat, too big, too much. You know, we, some of us got that going on in our family where they just, they're, they're the ones that's too much. But after a lot of success in the fitness industry, she still felt like something was missing. And at the same time, she was in a toxic relationship. So she started her own healing journey and became a, oh my goodness, 500-hour yoga teacher and then a yoga therapist. I mean, she's doing so much and you can read the rest of her bio on this site because it's so much and I'll be going on forever. So we're going to have a nice conversation with Lillian. Lillian, tell us a little bit about your journey and how you became, what what I'm going to call how you got to the magic and Lillian's going to explain what I mean by that in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for the introduction. I know whenever people ask me these questions, I'm like, where do we start this story? Do we talk about childhood? (laughs) Do we talk at like, you know, it's like, where do we start the journey? (laughs) When I passed through the birth canal and that doctor hit me, I I was mad. That's where my anger starts. That's what people say. Where to start? That doctor that smacked my ass. I had anger issues ever since. Right, exactly. It's like, you just don't even know. You're like, man, there are so many pivotal moments that are defining and oh my God, the whole thing. But, you know, but I, but I guess I get, what I'll do is I'll actually pick up where you left off, you know, which is, yeah, you know, definitely grew up with typical Asian parents or, you know, not even even Asian parents, actually. It was a lot of my extended family members that were like, oh my gosh, she's so big. Oh my God, she's so loud. Oh my God, she's so fat. Do something about that. We need to do something about that, you know? And I mean, I was, you know, just blissfully unaware, just doing my thing. And then um, I guess at a certain point, it came to consciousness that there was something wrong with me. (laughs) So, you know, started working out and, you know, fell into fitness and did the whole thing and fast forwarded into my fitness career, had an amazing fitness career, actually. And like you said, at a certain point, 
you know, around my mid twenties, I just still felt like something was missing. And I'm like, man, I already had so much success in the fitness industry. I can't, I can't imagine that this is it. I was also in a toxic relationship that I didn't really realize was a toxic relationship at the time until I actually went and got my first therapist. And mm. in that inside therapy, you know, she was really gentle with me and she kind of basically started pointing out like, you know, is this really how you want to spend your time? Is this really want to, how you want to spend your energy? And that just kind of led me to doing more self-discovery work, which is how I fell into going to yoga school, as I like to call it, fell in love with it, became a yoga therapist. And beyond that, that was when I actually also got into nonviolent communication work. So I became an NVC facilitator. And that was when I just fell into all of the self-development woo-woo things, you know, got into everything from astrology to reading tarot cards to learning how to communicate, you know, with folks and, and just got into like all of the healer life coaching things and, and just really realized that at the end of the day, like that's who I've always been. I just didn't have the language, the tools, the skill sets to really pull me into that direction. And so you know, once I started actually learning all of these different ways to discover myself and, you know, for others to discover themselves, whether again, it was through yoga therapy or through life coaching or through astrology and Mm -hmm. everything else, you know, once I discovered all those things, it was like, oh my God, like this is, this is what I do. Like this is, I'm, I am in the business of helping people one, discover themselves and two, transform their lives into the most epic version of themselves because Mm. of that self-discovery process, right? It's like when you really know who you are, all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I'm fucking magical. I'm a magical, (laughs) I'm a magical ass motherfucker. Like, holy shit. Like I had no idea. Like I, I didn't know what I didn't know. And, and that's how I felt like that was my journey, you know, and I, and I feel like that's what I do for other folks too, is like, no, 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 let me, let me show you, you need to learn who you are so that you can realize what a magical motherfucker you are so that you can just go out there in the world and just go get everything that is available to you that you are destined to have. That is your birthright. That is all available at your fingertips. Like, let's go get it, you know? So what ends up happening when people work with me is not only do they learn who they are and they go through the self-discovery process themselves, but then they also end up now tuning into all of these amazing opportunities and abundance and finding their dream partners and dream jobs and the whole thing, because they just get tuned into their own magic. Mm-hmm. That yeah. does make sense. <laughs> the first time you, the first time you were, you know, telling us, you know, before we did this, uh, this interview, I was so like amazed. I'm like, oh my God, I need her in my life. <laughs> she can help me be magical. <laughs> and so, I love that too, because you were like, I was describing in all of these like roundabout scattered ways about like what I do. And then you, Mary, were the one that was like, oh my God, you're a magician. I'm like, oh my God, you yes, see me. Yes. I was like, you yes. see me? You see me? I'm like, oh my God, that's the right answer. <laughs> Oh my God. So tell everyone about um, your program. So I know you have that program. So how can you help others find their magic? So I have a transformation, life-changing transformation process of a program and it's called The Breakthrough. And the reason why I call it The Breakthrough is because 
everyone's looking for that breakthrough. You know, everyone's looking for that breakthrough to get them out of their funk, to get them out of that job that they know is like, it's cool. It's all right. It pays the bills. I'm not mad at it. But like, man, like it doesn't give me that spark. Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing, Mary? Am I you're talking? Like, to- I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. And you're like totally speaking to me. I'm like, oh my God, yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I figured. I was like, oh, I'm making Mary laugh because she's like, damn, she got my number right she now. Got yeah. you again. <laughs> damn it, Lillian. <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, like everyone's looking for that breakthrough or like, you know, you know, you've got whatever, whatever that thing is, you know, I feel like I typically I'm working, I'm, I typically work with folks that are like, you know what, my life is good. You know, like I'm not, I'm not like in the worst, I'm not like in shambles, you know, I'm, I'm not like so like broken in shambles where I don't know where to start. You know, as a matter of fact, a lot of the folks that I work with are folks that are like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a shrug. It's like, I mean, you know, my life is good. You know, like I, I'm paying the bills. Like it's good for the most I'm part. I'm content. I'm all content, but something's missing. I, yeah. I, I, I know I'm supposed to be doing more, but uh. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you know, I don't really know where to start. Like I almost mm-hmm. actually a major thing that I talk about a lot is like a lot of my clients, they kind of feel a little guilty even, you know, cause they're like, man, should I even be complaining? You know, like I'm doing all right. Like, you know, then they'll do that comparative suffering thing, you know, where Mm -hmm. they're like, well, you know, compared to other people, it could be worse. It could be, you know, it's at least, at least it's not like this. At least Mm -hmm. it's not like that. So I guess I'll, and they don't say this and I'm like, what settle? So what you'll settle. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's, those are the folks that, you know, eventually kind of find their way to me because they're like, you know, I know things aren't really, it's all right. I know I feel like I could be doing more. I kind of feel like I'm settling, but I feel like I should be grateful. I feel a little guilty. I feel a little ashamed that I even have quote unquote problems because compared to everybody else, my life is actually all right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, look, like we can help you break through this. Like, what would it look like for you to just break through that glass ceiling and just tap into all of that like what would it look like if you stopped settling like what 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 if what if you were actually overflowing would you would you be okay with that I mean yeah I guess and it's like you know there's a little bit of this like uh, I feel kind of bad I feel kind of guilty but like yeah I do want it and so so that's kind of where you know why I call my program the breakthrough because it's like Mm -hmm. you know like I know life is good for the most part like I know you're doing all right but like you also know there's so much more for you out there I know that fucking sounds cheesy right I know that sounds cheesy on a lot of levels and it sounds very like Tony Robbins like no it doesn't it really (laughs) doesn't because you know people never talk about that category of people Mm -hmm. you know you talk about the people who you know you can tell they need help you know you can tell they need something more they're not happy with anything they don't know how to even get the little bit that they may want so we all know that they exist then you know we talk about the people who we think have it all but you're right there's a lot of middle class upper middle class even beyond that where they are you know financially they they could be fine because sometimes not even about money financially they could be fine but they're like gosh you know I I just want something and then you're right they feel guilty because they you know you look at the world you hear what do you hear if you're listening to the news I don't listen to the news but you know doom and gloom you know the economy is down you know people are dying and then you're like 
damn, I'm over here, you know, I'm making my six, seven figures, yep. and I'm complaining because I don't feel fulfilled, uh, you know? So right. you, I think it's awesome what you do because those people need help too. Absolutely. And in some ways, they're kind of like what I call like the silent sufferers, right? Mm. You know, because like you said, it's like, okay, well, it's like, you've got the pocket of folks that it's like obvious. It's like, ooh, they're hurting. It's like, everybody knows it. You know, Mm. they got to go to therapy, like whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's like very extreme, but it's like, but but the reality is, is like most folks lie somewhere in the middle. Like, that's why it's the middle, you know? And and it's like, and where do we, where do we start? You know, it's like, it doesn't seem so serious that I need to go see a therapist and need to do this, you know, do this whole intervention. But then it's also like, you know, but, but it's like, where do I start? There's that guilt. So, so yeah, so, so that's why my program is called the breakthrough. So what I offer is this process and I, and it's my own, you know, my own unique method. It's my own process. I call it the so method. My last name is so, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's, it's a culmination of, all of my life's work, you know, over the last 20 plus years in the in my career. And so inside of the breakthrough, the, so the name of the program is the breakthrough and it's a 16 week container. It's a process for you to just really break through that glass ceiling and just tune into more, like, like all the things that you know that you deserve, but maybe you're afraid to ask for, maybe you feel guilty, maybe you feel ashamed. Maybe you kind of feel like, oh, do I really need this? I mean, like, do I really want to spend the money on this? It's like, that whole pocket of like on the fence people, right? Of life in general, where you're like, you know, like that limbo of like, well, like you said, Mary, uh, like you said, Tamika, like I already make six figures. I mean, I should just be grateful for what I have. I mean, I feel guilty that I even want a little more. And we take you in the, into this process and almost immediately, like within weeks, people are like, holy shit, I actually didn't realize how unhappy I was holy shit, I actually didn't realize what a toxic relationship I was in. Holy shit, I didn't realize how soul-sucking my job was. I had no Mm. idea because I've been trying to convince myself that it's cool. I've been trying to convince myself that it's okay, that it's all right, that it's not that bad. But I'm not saying that it was ever that bad, but it's like it was actually probably draining you a lot more than you thought it was. And so that's part of the breakthrough one. And to get you that breakthrough, I take you through my process, right? Which is the cell method. And so inside the cell method, we access or we go through five very specific pillars in this process. And the first thing, and those five pillars, we address five different pillars. And those five pillars are one biology, because first of all, we are all living, breathing, human organism, flesh, people right and so you know we have to address the biology we have to address you know your body your health and fitness your nutrition like you are what you eat like you know like are you sleeping are you eating breakfast are you drinking water like that shit actually matters you know for your mental health and your emotional health and your physical well-being so we one address your biology two we address your programming like we all know you you probably know I'm sure a lot of your audience knows too like programming like we've been raised up on certain belief systems you know scarcity mentality is a real thing you know and it's like we've been we've been brought up on certain beliefs like oh you should just be happy for what you have you should just take what you can get you know you shouldn't really complain you should stay quiet they're gonna think this about you they're gonna think that about you so you develop these belief systems that ultimately kind of end up holding you back so we address the programming that's the second pillar we address what i call the third pillar your inner compass 
how often our people are like, they don't trust their own decisions. They don't trust their own desires. Uh, I don't know if I can actually trust my feelings. Oh, maybe I shouldn't actually ask for that. Maybe that isn't actually what I really want. What do you think? What do you think? If your inner compass is dialed in, you're not going to ask everybody and their mama what they think. You're just going to want, you just know what you think and you just go with that because your inner compass is dialed in. You honor your truths. You know what you want and need and feel and you just fucking go for it. And so that's the third pillar. The fourth pillar is communication. And I consider relationships and relationship success as a side effect of you having your communication game down, right? I mean, when I think, when I I work with a lot of couples too, and at the end of the day, a lot of times, most communicate, most relationship problems come from a lack of communication. Communication. (laughs) For sure. I mean, even, even y'all, like I know you guys do sex coaching and all that. So I'm sure, I'm sure you guys talk about that a lot. It's like, well, how the hell is your partner going to know if you don't talk about that shit? You know, like you, you, it starts with that, you know, it's, it starts there. And so communication is the fourth pillar. I teach you not only how to communicate effectively, but also how to communicate leading with love, with empathy, setting boundaries without being a bitch, right? Like, so a lot of my, a lot of my clients will be like, well, how do I assert myself? How do I ask for the things that I, I don't want to be a bitch? I don't want to come off as mean. I don't want to be confrontational. And so I teach you how to do that in my communication pillar. And then the last pillar, this is where we bring in a little bit of that woo and a little bit of that magic, which is manifesting. To me, like that is a pillar in itself. How are you going to actually bring in what you want into your life if you can't even visualize that shit? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, people think like that stuff is like woo woo, but it's like, I mean, how can you even bring in what you want? How can you even create a life that you want if you can't even imagine it, if you can't even visualize it, if you can't even tune in to that vibration, that energy, if you don't even know what that even feels like. And so manifesting is a fifth pillar. So what we do inside the breakthrough is we unpack my method, which addresses all five of those pillars. And so it's completely holistic in nature and no balls get dropped because you're covering everything, which Mm -hmm. honestly for me is like for true transformation, you have to address everything because everything is connected. Yes. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Especially the manifestation. That is for me, like the biggest. And since I work with people who can see it, but they don't have any self-esteem, whether it be, you know, being chastised as, as a child or maybe raped and so they put on the weight so they wouldn't, you know, feel attractive. And the one thing that I always tell them is, you know, God ain't going to give you nothing that you can see that you're not going to be able to achieve. Mm-hmm. And, but you got to know where you're going and you got to know what you want to. And some people don't. So they need somebody like you that's going to be up front, that's going to tell them, that's going to treat them. You basically, like you said, the whole person, mind, body, and soul. But I'm telling you, that manif- that manifestation right there to just sit there and think where, where you get it to the part where you can freaking smell. Like before I first did my first big talk years ago, Lillian, I had it to the point. I didn't know where it was going to be. This is all in my head. Been dreaming it for three, four years. I got it down to the smell of what the place would smell. And do you know when I fit my first game? It's exact. It was exactly that. And that's when I was like, this motherfucker should really work. Oh, damn. You know, these people back in the 1800s, because I read a book from, you know, 
back in the 1800s, that shit worked. And I've been doing it ever since. So, oh my God, I love what you do. I love that. Thank you so much for first the acknowledgement, <sighs> you know, and just, you know, that recognition. Because, and I just love that you also are down with that, you know, because exactly like you said, yeah, like, yes, like some people can visualize it, but then what you're saying, the way that I would put it in my framework is, but then the inner compass is off. So it's mm -hmm. like, you can visualize it and you, and you have the ability to manifest and, and tune into that vision mm -hmm. and that desire, but then your inner compass is out of alignment. And so you don't mm -hmm. trust it. You don't have confidence in it. So you don't, you don't point yourself into that direction and you never actually get it done. You don't actually go in that direction, but you can mm -hmm. see it, right? Yeah. Or some, or some people are like, really like a lot of my clients, like they're go-getters, right? Like they, they, they have no problem executing, but they mm -hmm. have no vision. So all they do is they just chase goal after goal, achievement after achievement, title after title with no big vision or sole purpose or like, what is this all for again? And it's like, they're just kind of blindly just going after the next thing because that's just kind of what they've been programmed with for so many years. And so you really do have to integrate all of these things to truly live a fully fulfilled life and yeah. to feel like you're actually living with purpose and not just aimlessly doing things or just having vision and not doing anything about it either. That's right. That's right. You got to know where you want to go. I mean, you got to, uh, I say if you don't, you're like a, a ship without a rudder, a ship without a compass, a ship. you're just going to be floating, just what you want. And for some people, that's like the hardest questions, right? Well, what do you want? And then they'll tell you, well, you know, my daughter says this, my mama says this, my man said this, but what? I didn't ask you that. I said, what do you want? Oh, I never really thought about it. I know. What an incredible like thought or concept, right? No. Uh, <laughs> Look at Mary over there. You all right there, Mary? No, you know, it, it's funny because I'm reflecting back, you know, to, you know, my past. And it's funny because when she says, you know, your inner compass is, is not aligned, it's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a mess because on one hand, certain things, I'll want it, I'll visualize it, I'll go get it, and then I got it. And then there's the other hand where it's like, shit, you know, I, I don't really trust my my you know what i want or i don't have the confidence to go get it and i'm just like reflecting back on certain things that i did in my life because i remember when i um when i used to live out in long island i was um a dog walker for a shelter I, I was actually hired as a dog walker and i remember working side by side with a trainer and she went to different clients houses okay and she worked sometimes with the kids in her car and, you know, she was her own boss. And I remember looking at her and going, shit, I really fucking want that. Like, I want to be like my own boss and go to clients' houses. And I was like, but I don't really like dog training. Like, I didn't have the patience, you know, mm -hmm. not that I didn't love the dogs. I didn't have the patience. And then I don't know how, well, I mean, I, I do know how, but the next thing I know, it was in I was six months to a year. I, that's when I started my dog walking business. And I did almost exactly what she did. I went to different different clients' houses, except I wasn't dog training. I was dog walking. I was pet sitting. Right. Um, and then I had that business for 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. Amazing. And then now, you know, fast forward to now, where I'm trying to transition out of that 
you know, part of my life and into something else, now is where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I, if I, you know, if I really trust what I see in my head, then I start doubting myself. You right. know, but certain things I can go out and get it like, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then certain things I'm like, mm. and then I'll ask Tamiko, Tamiko, what do you think? That's a good idea. Like I, I forever, I, I always have all these ideas. Like, and the first doing? thing I do, I text her. I'm like, what do you think? She's like, well, sunshine, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> for me? <laughs> like, do you think it's a good idea? She's like, I think it's a great idea. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. All right, we'll see. Let me sleep on it. You know, and it's like I can't, and that's why I, my head is so, it's it's chaotic, and that's why my life is chaotic. <laughs> I'm gonna have like a breakdown on this on this podcast. Like, oh my god, oh my god. But I love I love this though because what you're saying is what I'm hearing you say is in this moment you're like okay, like I have these different visions. And my compass and my mind, and so what I'm hearing is like, if I, if I go back to my framework, right, I'm like, oh, I'm hearing you, Mary, say that like, now some of my old programming and my, and my doubts are coming in. So it's effect, because once again, it's kind of like all five of these pillars need to be in alignment. So it's like, it's like we need, so it's like one of the things that I'm hearing is, okay, my thoughts are kind of going out of whack, which is making my compass go out of whack, which is making me not really fully, you know, latch on and, and, and follow through with my vision and, and this thing that I want to manifest. And then I know that from our own previous conversation, I'm about to now just put you on the fucking spot and call your ass out. Call her out, Lillian. <laughs> but I know you were also telling me, you were like, man, I feel like I haven't been like, you know, like in my body, right? And that's that biology, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, now we can kind of see, like, it's like, oh, boom. It's like, every little thing just gets a little a little off kilter right and so yeah. it's like oh haven't really been in my body oh throwing off my thoughts oh throwing off my compass I still got that vision though <laughs> I see the vision I'm like all right then girl <laughs> still got that vision though as <laughs> you know it's, it's there so it's like we just got to get all the other things to like you know it's, yes. it's like a, it's like a five wheeled vehicle or something you know and it's just like the front wheel is still going but everything else is kind of like <laughs> Exactly. You know when you get like a cart and like you got that one wheel, it's all off and it's like, God yes. damn it, it's like it won't fucking steer right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's me. I'm the cart with the crooked wheel, goddamn wheel. But yeah, and and you know, I I never used to believe in that whole, you know, you could dream it into reality. And when I say it to people, you know, they look at me and I'm like, you're fucking crazy. But I've tried it so many times where I would visualize something that I wanted and I thought it so much that I'm like, I would think of it as I already got it and I would fucking get it. Of course. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> if it's I could just be consistent. <laughs> yeah. If it's... my brain would just stay on track, damn it. Totally. So, I mean, that, that stuff really works, you know? I mean, I don't know how many times I told Tamika, this is before we even started the podcast, I'm like, you know, I really want to do something more, but I was always, I would, ne- if you had told me two years ago, I'd be recording with Tamika doing podcasts and talking to people and being on video and all that stuff, I'd be like, oh, you're fucking lying, because I would <laughs> never, right. never, 
you know, but we did this one interview with a woman and I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. But then when we went to record our first recording and it wasn't even like a real recording. I mean, it wasn't like an interview with anybody. We were just kind of saying hi. I had like a complete meltdown in the mall because that's where we did it. In the mall, I was literally sweating. I thought I was going to pass out. She was like, are you all right? I was like, I don't know. She goes, are you ready? And I was like, no, don't press record yet. No, don't do it yet. And she's like, okay. So we sat there. I was drinking water. I was sweating. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe. And it wasn't even like any other. She's like, we're not getting on stage. Like we're just, it's just my phone. I was like, I don't even know if anyone's going to listen to this. And I was very patient, patient for me anyway. So about, I don't know, 45 minute mark, I was like, girl. <laughs> it was half an hour. It was 45 minutes. <laughs> well, I like to say half an hour. I know you do. <laughs> in Mary's time, it was a half an hour. In my time, it was 45 minutes. And I was like, girl. <laughs> she was oh like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I love it. You, you're such a good friend. And I love it now because now how many episodes are you guys in? Oh, we've been doing this over a year now since last, last July, 2019. We did our first one. Yeah. So, and it just goes to show, you know, I talk about fear so often and it just goes to show you just go towards it. It just gets easier every time. It's just, everything is a practice. It's just a practice. You just do the scary thing once, you can do it twice. You do it twice, you can do it thrice. You do it three times, you can do it 10 more times. That's right. <laughs> That's where it's you're at. Practice makes perfect. That's what I tell people when, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a dirty, a dirty thought came to my mind. I'm like, hmm. I, I did. I knew that. Yes. <laughs> That's why I just went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all already know how Mary do, guys. Oh, my but, God. So, so I, I'm telling you, I love your program. I love what it stands for. I love that it's not the traditional stuff that I see that I see out there from people. What, what is the traditional stuff you see, Tamika? I'd love to hear. I'd love the to hear more about that. Because to be, to be completely honest, you know, I kind of stay out of a lot of the other stuff because, you know, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of different sure. programs. Everybody and their mom is a coach and everyone's a coach, coach, and a coach out of coach. That's right. The coach's <laughs> coach has got a therapist. Oh, Lord. So many, but the thing that you do that they don't, that I don't see, I'm not saying that nobody's doing it, so I don't say email, but the one thing that I see you doing that a lot of other coaches don't is that you focus on the whole person mm. you, people even in the health coaching field they'll concentrate on your diet they'll concentrate and tell you oh did you work out did you you know do your food log did, they don't ask you well how are you feeling what's going on in your life because maybe that's something that's triggering why you feel like you're up eating you know ice cream every day you know how is your I love when I ask, how is your relationship with God or the universe or whatever? Do you have any higher power that you associate yourself with? How, how is your, your spirit? You know, I don't see that out there. They focus on what they focus on. Right. And now since I think a lot of health coaching schools will tell people, okay, well, pick what you want to do. So you just can't be a health coach. So you have to be a health coach 
that teaches, you know, gut, or you have to be a health coach that specializes in type two diabetes. Right. And then her information that you're giving to this person has to do with that. But again, it doesn't have to do with the other areas of their life. Maybe they hate their job and that's why they're eating crazy. You know, sometimes it's just an easy fix. Like change your, change your job. You let you, one of my clients, I, she got a new job. She lost 10 pounds in two weeks. It was the stress of the job. So that's what I love about what you do. And when I read about, you know, your program, I'm like, finally, you know, I see someone that helps the entire person because we're not just about what we eat. We're not just about being spiritual. We're not just about one thing. And yeah. that's why you are so successful. That Thank is why. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for acknowledging that. And, and honestly, just seeing me in that in, in, in all of my holisticness. And that's exactly right, you know, because when I was early in my career, when I was in fitness, that was why I just kept going and explored so many things. Cause I'm like, this isn't it. This is <laughs> like, you know, and then like, even when I was in fitness, I was like, man, this isn't it because I was in the fitness industry for over 10 years before I went and became a yoga therapist. And time and time again, I kept noticing the trends, right? The, the people, so much of the folks that were struggling with weight loss, it wasn't just about their food and exercise. So much of it was emotional. So much of it was like, like big time, big time, emotional job stress, what was happening at home, you know, the relationships they were in. And I just kept seeing that trend over and over and over again. And I felt like I couldn't go there in a traditional gym, personal training setting. I felt like if I just only had a title or a label on my name tag that said personal trainer, I felt like I didn't have the credibility to go there or, or like, or like people couldn't like see that or like people had a hard time with kind of, you know, addressing things like that. And then when I got into the yoga world, it started to get a little too spiritual and there wasn't mm. enough. And, and it was like, it started to get a little too woo and it started getting a little too esoteric. And I was just like, is there anybody that just can like, see that it's all just connected like what is this this or that mentality I just I never liked that I never like understood that because for me it's like it's all everything connected all of it matters all of it counts it's all part of everything you know and so that was and that was a big awakening for me pretty much when I got deep into the yoga mix that was when I was like man like the fitness doesn't have enough of the yoga the yoga doesn't have enough of the fitness and then none of this is addressing all of this other shit around like communication and your mm. like relationship with relationships and just programming and mindset and like oh my god there's just too much missing everywhere basically mm -hmm. it's like there's just too many holes everywhere you go and i was like okay i guess i'm just gonna like it all started from not just like oh there's a need in the industry it wasn't even like that it was just like this is what my clients need it was all about the results it's like, what is going to get my client the best result? And what's going to get my client the best result, no matter what it is that they're looking for, transformation, weight loss, get out of their dream, you know, get out of their shitty job, get into their dream job, make more money, you know, mm -hmm. find their dream partner, improve their, you know, mental health, whatever result my client was looking for, they needed that holistic approach. And that was what I delivered to them. And so, yeah, just over the, over the course of my career, it just kind of all grew legs and turned into what I got going on now. So I love that. I love that you see that. Thank you. I, I'm telling you, I, I love it. I love it.
because when it comes to your diet and, and what you eat, when you're battling ailments and when you're overweight, it's nine times out of 10, teaching them how to change their diet is the easy part, but that's not the part that's going to help them. You know, I can tell you, because logically they know, I mean, think about it. Logically, you know, if you eat Big Macs every day, you gonna have all these, they know that. They know, they, some of them even know what foods to eat. I know I really shouldn't be eating more fruits. In it. Exactly. I mean, they, some of them, they know, right? but they don't do it because they have that disconnect in mm -hmm. other areas of their life. And that's the comfort. I so. know. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's like, why did you make this whole <laughs> session about me? <laughs> I'm like, stop it. I know, damn it. <laughs> because, you know, I, I think we have to. Oh. Because that way, if Lillian says it, it's like, you know, when your, your parents say something to you, you don't listen. But if Lillian come over and say the exact same thing, oh, that's the best thing I ever heard. That's <laughs> what <laughs> And we all got that, you know, like our partners or like sometimes even our own clients, to be honest, you know, sometimes even my, I'm like, I just said that to you last week. What the fuck? <laughs> I know it sounds, oh yeah. <laughs> so funny. And that's why I also say like a lot of times we just need to hear the same thing like over and over and over again until mm -hmm. one day it just like, it just clicks and you're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> That's right. But when you talk about the programming, and I always call it the paradigms, you need to hear it over and over. Because think about it. If you grew up with, like, for instance, my maternal grandfather used to always tell me that I wasn't going to be anything because I was too dark and I was a woman. I mean, I heard that almost every day from the time I can remember to I was 16 years old. So it takes something that somebody else to say something positive no you're not like that no you're, over and over for it to really start to click because you've been hearing abusive behavior mm -hmm. for 16 17 20 30 years you're you're exactly. not going to change like that so exactly. just like that so yeah. oh exactly and even like, you know, uh, even with like affirmations and mantras and things like that, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, you've been hearing one programming your whole life. And then just because you tried affirmations a few days and you don't feel like it's working, <laughs> it's working. It's not working. Like, That's this like is me. nonsense. And it's like, yeah, it is nonsense because you've only been doing it for four fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I ever said it was nonsense, but I was like, fuck, it's not working. She's like, Sasha, how long have you been? I was like, I've been doing it a week already. I know. I always say, you know, before you knock any of these things, 30 days, give it 30 days. At least, yeah. At Mary, least. you give it 90. Mary, well, I, I ended up, if you remember, when I was doing the book, it, I believe it was 30 days, and I ended up completing yeah. it. And I yeah. did see much success in my life. And then mm -hmm. I thought and? I was, and then I thought I was fixed, right? And then I'm like, oh, I got it now. And I didn't continue, you know, working on myself. And he was like, you know, it's a, you, this is something you have to practice every day. I was like, fuck, for real? I felt like 30 days, I'm fixed, I'm done. <laughs> oh my God, I'm fixed. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, I passed 30 days, you know? <laughs> and and then I realized when I stopped doing that things started going backwards, like for the work. And I'm like, 
fuck, what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know, so now I'm getting back in the groove of doing, basically I'm starting over, yeah. you know, starting from, you know, the, the first step, what I did before to try to get my life back in track, because I feel like when I did the transition from my dog walking career into something different, I feel like I'm all fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what landed me into this nine to five that I'm kind of using as a crutch to get me through the transition. Yeah. 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 It really does. You know, I, it's, it's like a relapse, just like anything else, you know, yeah. it's, a, yeah. I call it the relapse, you know, and a lot of times my clients will be like, Oh, I was doing so good. And then I went back into this and that. And I'm like, it's all good, man. It's just, just look at it like a relapse. You can bounce back. You know what the tools are. You just get right back on track. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. As long as you're breathing, you can get back on track. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but simple, but definitely not easy. You know, not easy. Yeah, it's, no. it's not easy to like show up and do this, do the same fucking thing every day and just hope that you're like, okay, this is, okay. It's, is it working yet? Is it working yet? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. or better yet like with Mary and like I know me and a lot of other people when you see it work and then you're like okay I got this I'm cool now <laughs> it's like yeah. I got this oh, <laughs> it's totally. like what happened <laughs> totally yeah that was totally so me I'm like this is great I'm done <laughs> yeah. I, call, I call it tapping out I call it tapping out you know I'm like that's it you want to tap out now like there's more for that. I thought I was fixed. That's why. I was like, I'm fixed already. I'm good. I read the yeah. book. Like, I'm good. I did the I just, <laughs> book. I did it. I'm, I'm, I'm just now. I'm cool. And I ended up leaving the relationship that wasn't good for me. Not that it was so much toxic, but it just, it wasn't a fit and I was settling. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, you know, I guess because my friend told me that. That shit know, was person, toxic. What are you talking really? about? What? Timika has a better memory, but yeah, I guess so. Like, it, towards the end, it, it started becoming kind of... She'd be like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, girl, I know they say forgive and forget, but no, I'm here to remind you. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, right. It was toxic shit. But I was, I was basically settling because a friend of mine said to me, it's hard to find a guy that's going to accept your three kids. And I was like, oh, fuck, I guess you're right. And mm. I basically went off on that. And I was yeah. like, shit, that's fucked up. <laughs> you know? And I don't think, and I, you know, and I think you're not alone with that. You know, absolutely. I mean, how many yeah. times have, I mean, I even know, you know, other women that might even be like, oh, well, I, I can't date someone who has kids or I can't be with somebody who has kids. You know, there's, there's all these. And then sometimes you're like, well, why? Why? Why not? Yeah. yeah. What, what, like, how come we don't question the why not part? you know who who taught you that that was not okay like why do you believe that way who who taught you that it wasn't all right like what do you I guess they didn't want I I guess in his mind he thought no man would want to take on such a big responsibility and I said listen I've been rocking single mom for years I was like I don't need a guy you know it's not that I need one is I wanted one you know so yeah, but I wouldn't have to go be chasing random people. <laughs> and now look who you got. See? It all worked out. <laughs> it did for me anyway. <laughs> Her marriage is all about me. I'm just gonna let you know, Lilia. She's she married my uncle. And oh, I, I will tell anyone who listened that I was the happiest motherfucker at the wedding. The happiest. Really? I was happy. 
to her. They were signing the marriage certificate. I was like, yes. Oh my God. First one signing it, right? First one. We need witnesses. I'm here. I was like, damn. I'm like, yay! I'm like, woohoo! That is her problem now. He is her problem now. That's why she says I have four kids. And just for the record, Tamika and her uncle are only what three years apart? Four. 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 My God, they're only four years apart. Because people here, her uncle, how old is he? He's not that old. He's only he's only three years older than me. Than you, yeah. So, yeah. She's like, I just want to clarify. Yeah, I'm not know. dating a 60-year-old, you know. She done got her sugar daddy. That's what people think. Oh, yeah, uncle. <laughs> he's not I'm like, old. no, he actually looked younger. He actually looked a lot younger than Oh, my God. Today. That's yeah. amazing. I love that. I love that. So, but Tamika, you and Mary knew each other before. We went to high school 1989. Together. Oh, Lord, that yeah. is adorable. Okay. <laughs> we so, went to high school together. Okay. So basically, when she ended up marrying your uncle, you were like, oh, my God, this is like, first of all, <laughs> well, not my problem anymore. But also, it was like, like, she family now. Like, y'all family now. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, so I was, I've been, I had a crush on him for six years. Oh and God, I was too so afraid, but he was with someone, and then I was with someone, then he was with someone again, and then I was just too nervous to talk to him for whatever reason. It was really weird because, you know, it's just, he wasn't really like my type, if you really want to say, like, you know, he's a little, he's a little taller than me. I was used to going after guys that were like six foot, big buff guys, you know, I never wanted to be with anyone that was smaller than me because I thought oh fuck I'm gonna break them you know so and he's smaller than me and he's really strong um but he's he's not that much taller than I am and for some reason he made me nervous and uh, he's like what the fuck is wrong she's like this is my uncle and I was like I don't know and then she'd be like you went with some fine looking guys and this this and that and all these gym guys and you can't talk to my uncle and he would walk in her house and I'd, shoom, I'd run to her basement. I'd run outside. <laughs> so that's why when, you know, I told him, I said, well, you know, she she got a little crush on you. And he's like, I didn't think she liked me. Every time I came in a room, they have her running away somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, that's her way of saying, you know, she has a crush on you. Oh my you God, know. that is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. I'm still happy. They they in the honeymoon phase. I'm in a honeymoon phase. It'll That's be 20 funny. years. I'll still be in a honeymoon phase. I'll be like, oh. Well, we're not in the honeymoon phase, FYI, but that's all right. <laughs> I am in the honeymoon phase of your marriage. <laughs> oh, so everyone. Oh, my God. Lillian, you know, we can talk to you forever. Um, I know. It's like now we're just going off in a tangent. I know, right? <laughs> So they're used to it. They they like knowing about our craziness and our <laughs> lives and our, our guests. But thank you like so much. And guys, you know, don't think we're just gonna see Lillian now because hopefully she'll be on some upcoming episodes and sharing some more of her wisdom because of course we can't go through everything that she does because she's magic. So I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. So there are thank more where that came from for sure more you got it in magic mm. so 
you so much. We are just happy that you was able to come and spend this time, make Mary laugh, because anytime she's laughing, it makes me smile. <laughs> and I am just so happy that you are like in our community of, of people that we know and that we love and that we trust. And guys, we'll see you next time. Be safe, be safe, and be safe. And don't forget to vote. I gotta say that. Don't forget to vote. If you do not vote, don't complain. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yes, make sure you vote. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye.